Yeah, man, I hope everybody had a nice little weekend. Y'all did y'all thing out here. Um, staying safe, for sure. And me, personally, I didn't do too much, really, this weekend. I just chilled out with my kin folks and got drunk off that henny. But that's every time me and my people connect. And if you know me, you know I like to get fucked up every weekend. <laughs> but anyway, I fucked around, caught myself building um, a shelf for my garage because I have a lot of stuff and tools just sitting on the floor. So what I did, um, I, did, I went and got some wood from Home Depot and went right to work on that. And I must say, I did a real good-ass job. And it really was like a two-day project. And I went about it the right away and not just getting the drill and nail and just doing whatever. And a nigga actually did measurements, too, with the help of some family members. So salute to them. And it turned out real nice, you feel me? And I ain't even done yet. I still got to expand because I got so much shit um, on the flow that I need to get out the way. And I still got shit I need to purge, too. So I'll probably get started on that this next weekend. But other than that, man, it was really just another skill I really wanted to develop. And I did. So I'm damn near proud of myself for that. And if you need a shelf or any type of vanity built, man, come holler at your boy. I got good prices for the low. <laughs> but nah, man, I hope everybody done develop a nice little skill or currently developing a skill or two during this time. And it makes you feel hella good to get shit accomplished. You know, not only I've been working on that. I've been working on old school trucks too. Me and my cousin real fond of them, so we've been getting to work on them and just finding new ways to get ourselves better during this um shutdown, man. But at the end of the day, just find you something that you want to get better at and it ain't nothing to it but to do it. You feel me? So that's what's up. Let's get down to it. Right down to business, man. On um, this past week, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp announced the state of Georgia, which is my home state, will start phase one with opening their economy again. Now, I said I promised myself I wasn't really going to talk politics on this podcast, but I'm going to make an exemption on this episode and say, fuck that, <laughs> um, because this is a real controversial decision, and it's a very dumb decision, I might add, by the governor, because ain't no way in hell you make a decision that potentially harms thousands, even millions of lives. And let me just give you all the rundown of what's going to be opening up or has already opened up this past weekend. Let's see. You got the gyms opening up. You got the tattoo parlors can open up, set up shop. You got hair salons, including barbershops. And you got the nail salons. You got massage therapists are open to take any clientele. And even restaurants and movie theaters can open up if they choose to. Now, notice all the things I said could reopen are pretty much essentials and a need sometime for the black community. And not to mention, Atlanta is a predominantly black city, as other cities are in Georgia also such as Columbus, Macon, Albany, and etc. And if you listen to this podcast right now, please continue to stay your ass at home. I can't speak for everybody, man, but please continue to stay your ass at home. I know for my ladies, though, it's been real tough. Your nails fucked up. Your hair fucked up. Y'all ain't used to this shit. Um, Y'all try to slay every week. And I understand y'all want to slay and shit on these hoes. Trust me, I do. Ain't nothing wrong with it. But they trying to set us up to lose, just like the white folks always trying to do. If you don't want to listen, cool, I can't tell y'all nothing anyway. But whatever y'all do, just be safe at it and keep staying your distance, man. I'm telling you. Um, You know, I started to see promotions for parties and kickbacks and all that shit on my social media, man. Chill the hell out. Just please chill the hell out. <laughs> I already know some people are already on that tip, though, which I'm not surprised. It is what it is. But at the end of the day... Me, personally, I wouldn't pop back out until they open the country clubs, the golf courses, the great clips, and the fantastic sounds in the world, um, and even the, ten- the damn tennis courts. Um, that's how you know it's safe to do y'all thing. Until then, man, just keep just keep trying to just keep stacking y'all bread, bro. Uh, summer's right around the corner, and you feel me? 
And I, I got to say this, bro. I really should not have to say this, but please don't fuck around, drink no bleach, or inject yourself with disinfectants like it's some damn dope, like our president said. Please don't. Like, God damn, bro. Y'all can't make this shit up, bro. I'm at a point, it's like, damn, this motherfucker here, we already knew he was a fool, but, like, that's just an understatement. Like, you can easily predict every time he go on a podium or about to make a press conference to the whole world, and he just be saying some off-the-wall, wild-ass shit, man. Like, it's pretty much just predictable. Like, how 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 the fuck can we go from Obama to this, bro? That's all I'm just trying to say, bro. How? And, like, and people just don't... And people really support this motherfucker. Like, how how do y'all do that, bruh? I mean, you, you just can't think stupid. So that's just how I feel about it. But anyway, man, I read a post the other day. I think I was on Twitter. And it said, America really the Florida of the world. And I ain't gonna lie, Florida be on some shit, bruh. I've been here for about two months. And I done seen some shit for real, for real. I ain't seen it all, but I definitely done seen some shit. And this is really the ghetto of the world right here for sure america point blank period because i just don't understand man but speaking of florida man on um, their their um stay at home order is supposed to be lifted by thursday april 30th so that's a good thing unless something drastic changes which i don't think so because florida don't give a fuck anyway and the governor ain't really hitting on worth a damn anyway he he already got the beaches opened up in jacksonville and St. Pete Beach, Clearwater Beach, they opened up too, and they're doing their thing out there. But you won't catch me in no beach no time soon, bro. Um, I plan on going to Miami Memorial Day weekend if everything is open up, can set up shop and everything. But, like, until then, I might just shoot to Atlanta Memorial Day weekend. Just go from there because, boy, Florida really be on some shit, bro. All I, all I can say is, like, damn, what well, damn, bro. What I got myself into, but otherwise, all that man, Florida been it's been a smooth transition, like I said, bro. Um, just gotta keep your distance. You just gotta watch your ass out here, of course. But otherwise, man, it's been cool. I ain't even tripping about it. But anyway, man, um, that's that. When I come back, we're gonna talk sports, and at, and later on in the show, I got new music. I want y'all to tune in to, and I got um some more words of wisdom for toward the end of the podcast, man. So keep it locked. Follow me on all my social media outlets at SlimD520, S-L-I-M-D-E-E-520. Show me some love. I appreciate y'all showing me some love last week, man. And uh, I'm glad y'all, I'm really happy y'all bear with me. I just plan on getting better every week, man. So this is the fifth quarter podcast. All right, this past weekend, the NFL draft was held virtually. And the league did a real good job of having that at as it was a success, and the commissioner did a real good job on um, was calling the pros, the new pros from his house. And I'll give you all the noticeables of who got drafted, man. As expected, the Cincinnati Bengals selected Jer Burrow, the quarterback out of LSU, after having a historic college career on um, winning the Heisman, going on to win the national championship this past year against Clemson. Um, so big ups to him. Chase Young out of the Ohio State University went on to the Washington Washington Redskins at number two. He's going to provide so much needed help on the defensive side, I believe. And also on the defensive side, Jeff Okuda, who also went to Ohio State, went to number three in Detroit. 
big ups. That's a big that's a big pickup for Detroit. As long as you got Desmond Trufant and the Cooters, that's 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 gonna be a all right lineup. And Detroit's trying to build something for real for it. I'll get back to Detroit in a minute. Um, that boy Tua Tagovailoa out of the Great Alabama Road Tide. Um, he went on to Miami to the Dolphins, number five as expected. Um, Justin Herbert out of Oregon went to number six to the L.A. Tar- Chargers. Him and Tyrod Taylor are expected to be battling out that quarterback spot, that quarterback one spot. And I think I said it last week, Tyrod Taylor went to Ohio State. I was thinking of Terrell Pryor. I was thinking that nigga that um, got all that money from Jim Trestle, I thought Tyrod Taylor had all that. But Tyrod Taylor went to Virginia Tech, so that was my fault about that. And I told my boy Tyler about that because he a big-ass Ohio State fan, too. And I was like, this nigga probably going to listen. He was like, what the fuck this nigga talking about? But um, he cut me some slack, man. So big up to my boy Tyler, man. Stash House Podcast tomorrow. Um, check that out. But anyway, um, that boy Henry Ruggs out of Alabama. He went number 12 to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, uh, as y'all already know, they moved from Oakland to Las Vegas in a nice-ass stadium. So hopefully when everything opens back up, we'll get to see it. And speaking of Bama, also another Bama receiver, Jerry Judy, probably the fastest wide receiver in the draft, went number 15 to the Broncos. But who I think who had the best draft, I hate to say it, but the damn Dallas Cowboys, man. Um, they got a steal in C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma, and he's expected to make hella noise. And they also picked up uh, Trayvon Diggs, a quarterback out of Alabama, man. So those are one hell of a pickups for Dallas. And speaking of Dallas, man, my thoughts and prayers go out to Dak Prescott. He lost his brother this past weekend. So my condolences go out to him and his family during this tough time. Oh, damn. Um, Second-round noticeables include DeAndre Swift out of Georgia. He's headed to Detroit. So the Lions addressing a huge gap in the running back slot. And also, he's teaming up with fellow former um, Georgia player, Matthew Stafford. So that's what's up, man. Um, Detroit trying to make some noise. And I think um, the NFC North really up for grabs this year because from what I heard, the Packers didn't really have the best draft. The Bears didn't. Um, The Vikings, they're going to be the Vikings. So it really is up for grabs this next year for the NFC North, man. It's going to be interesting to see how that pulls off. But anyway, man, um, Jalen Hurts, the one of the best and most humble college quarterbacks ever, man. As y'all know, he played with Bama, then transferred to Oklahoma for his last year. He went on to uh, Philadelphia to the Eagles, man. I was hoping he'll go somewhere and start right away, but nonetheless, big salute to him, and I hope he's doing his thing in Philly. Hope he does his thing in Philly for real, for real. But big salute to all the players that got drafted and their lives have changed forever, man. Y'all boys putting the work pretty much all y'all young lives sold on. It's only it's only big ups to the new class, man. It's only up for y'all, man. So keep so keep going, keep grinding. But anyway, man, in other NFL news, um, Jameis Winston has a new team, and you know, uh, I told y'all I'm gonna give y'all the latest on Jameis and Cam and everything, and it might surprise y'all where he's going too, y'all. He's signing to the New Orleans Saints on a one year deal. And how petty you can be when you're if you're New Orleans, huh? <laughs> of course, he's not gonna start with Drew Brees. I'm not wishing nothing on Brees, but if he gets hurt. And Jameis shows the hell out down that way. He might be there long term, and that's wild, man. And I'm pulling for Jameis. And a lot of Bucks fans are still pulling for Jameis, even though y'all got a, even though y'all got Tom Brady, bro. Like, can't take away from that for Tom Brady. He's a great. But like I said in last week's pilot episode, man, he had a record-breaking year. Um, Jameis, rather, despite all the 30 interceptions. But those inter- interception problems are fixable to me. And when you have a Hall of Fame quarterback like Drew Brees that can show him the ropes and everything, that's real beneficiary for him. So salute to Jameis. And as for his former team, the Bucks, 
Um, the tight end Rob Gronkowski announced he's coming out of retirement and he signed to wear the Tampa Bay Bucks to join his former Patriot teammate Tom Brady. Pinning the physical, and I must say, God, God damn. It feel like they just keep loading up their offense, man. Now you added him with potentially OJ Howard. Got Chris Godwin on wide receiver. Mike Evans that um expect to be in his prime this year. You you address the offensive tackle issues and running back issues in the draft, so they're loaded, man. Tom Brady's a happy camper right now, I believe it. So all we can do is just see what they can do on the field, and that's all I'm gonna say, man. Okay, um, that's it for the NFL news. On to the NBA. Um, there's nothing really going on as of late, but it was reported this past weekend, according to the ESPN reporter Adrian Rhodes. I'm not gonna pronounce his whole last name, but y'all know who I'm talking about. But the NBA is reportedly to allow practice facilities to open up May 1st, which is a Friday for the state. Um, with with the e who about to ease rather, excuse me, the stay at home order. So it's a huge major step to bring back the NBA. Hopefully. Hopefully we can save the season because this one had be the potential to be one for the ages. But if not, it is what it is. It's always good to have some news for hope for show, man. And, you know, obviously Georgia opened its doors this past um, weekend. States such as Georgia could start voluntary, voluntarily individual workouts as soon as Friday. So maybe you see players from different states that still have a stay-at-home order for the extended amount of time come to Atlanta and work out. We'll see about that, man. And who knows, man? They might work out with Trey Young, and they might like being with Trey Young, and maybe they'll come down here in the eventual future. You know, there's only hope, man. But um, I had the latest of everything going on as they develop, and we'll be right back, man. Coming up next, I got new music on deck. So this past weekend, that boy NBA Youngboy dropped his tape, 38 Baby Part 2. And that's an alright tape to say the least. It ain't his best work whatsoever, but it's something to have in the vault, of course. He said after this tape, um, he's done dropping music for a minute and taking the time to focus on himself. So that's a good look on his behalf because being a young nigga with fame, I already know it could take a toll for sure. And it's definitely taking a toll on him. If you ain't heard by now, the baby mama of YB will not testify against Yaya Mayweather, the daughter of boxing legend Floyd Mayweather. It was reportedly facing 99 years in prison after the stabbing of the baby mama, so it ain't good look at all for her. And Floyd been quiet through this whole situation, and I don't expect him to say shit because he hasn't already. But that whole family got a lot going on, and all you can do is pray for them, man. Real talk. Moving right along, who also dropped this weekend was Jack Boy. Now, y'all already know, like, a few weeks ago, Kodak was speaking on the YB situation regarding the stabbing, and Kodak was saying that um, YB was telling the authorities what had happened or not. YB heard what Kodak said and snapped back at him on live, and, of course, Jack Boy, which is Kodak's right-hand man, he ain't gonna not say nothing at all. So ever since then, they've been beefing, not really been go- been on good terms, but it seems like it's calmed down for these past couple weeks. But at the end of the day, Jack Boy is showing how petty he is because he dropped his self-titled album on Friday. And I ain't going to lie, man, it's a decent album to say the least with features from, of course, uh, Kodak, Free Kodak, The Fast Way, uh, Y-Fan Lucci on there, Black Youngster on there, that boy Casanova from up north on there, and more people. So go check that out. And I hope Jack Boy can just stay out of trouble and keep doing him, man, because he really doing a good job out of here. And speaking of Trouble, that boy Trouble from the Duck Tape Mod dropped his highly anticipated album called Thug Love. And I ain't gonna lie, man, that was my favorite album to drop this past weekend. He got some nice-ass tracks and potential club bangers on there with features from uh, Titty Boy, 
Bootsy, that boy Jeezy on there, Quavo on there, and Jacquees made a guest feature. And, of course, the City Girls and that boy Scales, too. So, big salute to school, man, because he deserves everything good going his way. And you know what I'm saying? I've been following Trouble ever since the December 17th mixtapes before he really started to take off with the shit. And how dude didn't just evolve over the years, and he's been real versatile, too. So big things popping for Troy right now. Shout out to the whole MMB mob out of East Atlanta for sure, man. Anyway, man, moving along. Uh, K-Camp also dropped this weekend too. Yeah, man, he released Kiss 5. And you know, Dog been low-key for a minute, but he's back now. It seems like he hasn't missed a beat at all. And you know, I always said people like K-Camp don't get the credit that they deserve out the city of Atlanta. And you know, Dog had hits these past decades. And people seem to forget that, except me, of course. <laughs> but um, I hope y'all just stay uh, consistent, and hopefully he'll have more hits in store for the A for sure, man. All right, now I couldn't wait to get to this, bro. And it was just random as fuck. Last week, um, did y'all see that French Montana and Young Thug had like a little disagreement or had like a little beef going on? And all this started because French ass said he had more hits than Kendrick. Now I'm glad Thug came in into this shit and said something because buddy is definitely bugging and thug went on definitely called him stupid <laughs> which i couldn't agree more <laughs> and and also said he probably will never have more hits than dude and he also said he's done more for max b than french has done for max b so it's I'm like, damn, bro, he had to go all the way like that. <laughs> but if y'all don't know who Max B is, uh, him and French rocked together back in the day. And he recently had his 75-year sentence shortened and could be home any given day now. So, yeah, that boy French is definitely on some shit. And I think I speak for everybody, in the, especially in the South, when I say I ain't never heard nobody or roll with that nigga that say, hey, man, play that new French. Like, real talk, bro. I'm not even trying to be funny, but, like, straight up dog crazy and don't get me wrong now french has a little bit of club hits or at least was featured on some but when it comes to impact and more hits man kendrick and thug combined got your ass so humble up my dog for real for real but it's now been reported that french went on ig live this past weekend and said he ain't even got no beef with thug no more and it was just miscommunication and with the whole ramadan going on right now he's just trying to be positive and not starting any trouble but that, so that's a good little excuse but also what kind of shit these niggas be having going on man like just starting beef out of the blue i like real talk like that shit was just random to me but anyway man um that boy little dirt did something big for the city um he donated free meals to the COVID 19 frontline workers at the rush hospital in chicago now y'all know dirt been living in atlanta recently and um but he mentioned that chicago been on his mind a lot lately and the least he could have done was give back and show some love and so big ups to dirt for that man and that just really gives me motivation to one day just give back to my cities um columbus and all been there shout out to the cities especially during this time it's because they really really going through it up the road so i'm doing my best to do what i gotta do to make this shit happen for my respective hoods for sure man so shout out to the whole 520 for real man anyway um this past weekend well last friday on um, the baby dropped his blaming on baby tape and um a week later it sold 124,000 units and that um puts him at the number one spot for the week being the weekends album so that's what's up you know even though personally um i ain't really care for the album nonetheless it's a dope accomplishment for him and after that he just said he's planning on releasing another album this year 
But I'm going to say at this point, man, he just harassing us with music, man. It's time to, like, just chill out for a little bit, take a break like the Migos did. You know, Migos dropped Culture, and then the sequel to Culture, like, immediately after that. So, um, I'm I'm really a big fan of quality over quantity, and you got really got to make your hits last forever. So, just take it easy, dog. These people, these days, people will get tired of your ass quick. Especially rocking the same flow and talking about the same shit over and over again. But uh, anyway, that's that, man. Uh, my week two playlist is now on my YouTube page. I had to link up and I got new music on there from Iceware, Vezo, and Cash Dog. They dropped some heat produced by Zaytoven. That boy D-Boy out of Orlando got a tape out right now. He went dumb on there. Um, I got Big Keith and Iceware, Vezo also. They dropped a new track. That's that's going hard in the streets right now. And some more new music, man. Y'all should get hit too, man. But when I get back, I want to share something with y'all, man. I'm going to wrap it up. Back on deck with it at the fifth quarter podcast, man. This past Saturday, I celebrated what would have been my granddaddy's 83rd birthday. So rest in peace to my triple OG, Melvin Sherman. I got you tatted on my wrist forever, man. But one of the things I admired most about my granddaddy was not only he was a hard worker, but after he retired from his respective careers, he still kept it moving. You know, he started him a business and ran that business all the way till he passed on. And back then, I never um, really understood why he was doing this. Um, he was a full time farmer and I was out there helping him every day after school. And he wasn't playing about that shit for real. <laughs> from sunrise to sunset, um, you know, he was out there and I hated it. And the one thing I really hated about myself was I was so selfish back then, too. I ain't know no better. I was hard headed. But um, at the end of the day, he was happy doing what he wanted to do. You know, he also um, had me develop customer service skills um, during the summer. We used to set up shop at farmers markets around the East Alabama. And sometimes we used to go across the water to Columbus, Georgia and set up shop. But at the end of the day, he believed in hard work and uh, he passed his work ethic on me. And I for sure think about him every day while I'm out here grinding, trying to make myself better each and every day, getting my paper right. And for sure, I still had dreams about him like he's still here. But the moral of the story is this, man. Just keep yourself busy. Keep yourself going. Keep your head up. Keep grinding. Um, Accomplish everything you want to accomplish in this life because you only get one life and live it to the fullest. And that's what he did for sure, man. And one thing I really, really admired about him, he was a God-fearing family man. Um... He put his family first. He put God first. He put his money first, man. And um, most importantly, he definitely put God first. He made sure I went to church every Sunday, made sure I prayed during the good times and the bad. He made sure I read the word. He just made sure I did everything to please his God, man, and please my God also. And I would tell you, I'm going to say I'm going to say this, man. Um, I hear stories all the time from my fellow Ken folks saying how my granddaddy did this and how my granddaddy did that. And even building the house for my great grandmama down in Albany. And it's still there to this day. And we're doing major work on it right now to keep it right and keep it in the family. And I, I'm going to say this, man. God first, money second and your family third, man. And that order, because if not. If you ain't getting your money, then guess what? Your family's stressing straight up. And like I said, the house is there to this day. We're doing major work on it and we keep it in the family. And another thing, he always he always told me do things right, but do things the right and efficient way because he always knew my potential. 
Um, the days used to fuss at me with different things. I ain't going to lie because I missed that sometimes because the decisions I made weren't really the best. And sometimes the decisions I make to this day ain't really the best. So, But I already know what he expected, man. You know, continue to watch over my granddaddy, the whole family miss you. I'm going to keep your hustle. I'm going to keep your legacy in me. Hey, man, when I come back, I'm going to wrap this up for the week, man. Fifth Quarter Podcast. That's a wrap for this week, man. Thank you so much for tuning in to week two of the Fifth Quarter Podcast, man. I hope y'all bear with me well. Um, got some insight, got some advice or whatever, man. Just appreciate the love and y'all tuning in, taking the time to just check me out, bro. Um, I'm just trying to get better at this every day and trying to perfect my craft. So thank God for this blessing. And I hope everybody have a safe and blessed week too, man. Uh, whatever you didn't get last week, make sure you get this week. Uh, major, major salute to all the essential workers, all the frontline workers, all the medical field workers, the truck drivers, warehouse workers, anybody just working right now, man, getting a check. Uh, you're you're very well needed right now, to say the least, man. And uh, it's a blessing to just be working at the end of the day. Um, major salute to my boys, man, Tyler, Vontae, Chris, Zoe. Um, everybody, Kel, I can't name everybody right now, but y'all know who y'all is. I fuck with y'all. Y'all fuck with me. It's all love. And um, tune in tomorrow to my boy Tyler at the Stash House Podcast. You know, already know what he got going on. He doing this thing. Um, he the goat at this shit now. So tune in. And Wednesday, my boy AJ with the Red Room Podcast. So got good content for you for the whole week, man. So um, until next week, and then follow me on my um, all my social media outlets at Slim D Five Twenty S L I M D E E Five Twenty Slim D Five Twenty. And I'll be back next week, man. Uh, until then. Drinking water, <laughs> drinking water, keep God first, uh, continue to stay in the house, don't drink bleach, and get your money. Forget it. We out.